Hey, 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 assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are y'all doing today? I'm feeling good. How are all of you feeling? Uh, I gotta apologize again. I feel like we've made this uh, routine for me to apologize every time I delay a podcast or something like that. But uh, I gotta come clean. I gotta come honest. You know, I like to try to keep it truthful when I speak about my emotions and my thoughts. Uh, I, I did record the podcast around four or five days ago and probably more than that, probably around a week, you know, and it was, it was a shambles, man. I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't subpar, but the content probably was, I, I was coming from a place of anger, from a place of frustration you know, and it really came through when I, and I, 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 it, it took me an hour, first of all, it took me an hour, and I don't chop these up, by the way, I don't, this is a one take thing, I don't stop it, I don't, I don't even edit it that much, I just try to make cool, you know, trying to make sure that the volume's all cool and everything, and I just post it the way it is, I, I don't add too much to it, right, I don't take anything out, and none of that, right, so, it was a one hour recording of just me being frustrated with the world, just being angry, being exhausted, you know, to say the least. I was exhausted, I was tired, I was annoyed, I was everything in the book and I wasn't what I wanted to be. This isn't why I made this podcast. I made this podcast even me saying that probably is a lie, right? Because I, I did say this podcast is used to like Whenever I got something on my mind. But even then, I do want to put that out there in the world. Because, I, like, let's talk about hate, right? Let's talk about hate. Hate is a stronger force than love. I do believe that 100%. All these people that talk about, you know, love is this, love is that, love is blah, blah, blah. Like, I appreciate the sentiment, but no, it ain't. If you get the same amount of hate. Or even half that amount. And you get double that. Triple that of love. Hate always seems. To outweigh love. In our hearts. In our minds. So like if I have. A hundred comments. And only ten of them are negative. I'm going to be focusing on the ten negative ones. And discount the nineteen positive ones. And. You know. Just to show how illogical humans are sometimes. And how. You can't rationalize the things we do from time to time if i get you 90 negative comments and 10 positive comments you would focus on the 90 negative and you'd look at them as the majority so for love you focused on the 90 negative for hate you're still focusing on the 10 so love rarely wins you see it in all these famous people today that Talk to you about the hate that they're receiving, the this, that, and third. And then you're like, oh, okay, let me check out their comments. And you go through 15, like 17, 20, 30, 50. Like, you go through damn near half of their comments. And you just find probably around 10 that are negative. And these people just tunnel vision onto that. 
and you know love hate all these things are from within us it's not like there's an actual weight to them right it's not like you can weigh love or weigh hate it depends on our perception it depends on where we are today it depends on how society functions how we operate and in this society hate is what gets the headlines you don't click on a headline that says everything is okay today nothing happened we're all good no one wants to fucking click on that shit right but if it says this person fucking did this shit because that person is a piece of fucking shit we're all drawn to that we're like ooh that's the tea you know all that type of shit right so we think we love messy we love messy shit and we're like oh we like it because it's messy no we like it because it's hateful we like it because it's bitter it's shit we don't want we don't we don't want to see people happy right if it's us yeah we'd love to see us happy but if it was in our hands yeah let, let everybody else's hate and bitterness towards each other be my entertainment and you think that that's crazy but that's what's going on look at your news and you know people from all over the world listen to this and i'm so appreciative of you guys thank you but it does not matter whether you're in the western or eastern hemisphere it does not fucking matter like just look at your news and you could easily tell what they gear towards what their objective is the more hate that's going on the more money it's in their pockets because hate attracts attention when someone does a thousand good things you know these people that sometimes get cancelled for no fucking reason you know like the whole cancel culture thing out of like the like if 100 people got cancelled maybe 70 of them deserved it and you know you get 30% that get absolutely fucked over for no fucking reason because people apparently ran out of actual people to chase out and to actually cancel you know and I was probably being very generous when I said 30% it's probably even worse than that and you get these people that were truly like helpful in their communities to their people but someone decided to misquote them or something someone decided to take what they said out of context someone decided to just fucking slander them for no fucking reason and then boom done all your good deeds out of the window fuck them we don't give a fuck we just know about you for this exact reason so fuck you we hate you go fuck yourself get out of here delete your twitter account delete your goddamn instagram all your social medias we don't want to fucking hear of you again go fuck yourself right that's how that's how we do it and that's us that's us right that's how we operate because love is a lot weaker than hate it's a lot weaker hate requires effort hate truly requires effort and this is not how like when i had an issue with one of my siblings or i had an issue with one of my friends you know i used to go to a different school than some of my friends because i had to change schools because i was a piece of shit and we'd meet up in the weekends and you know i'd have an issue with like like my best friend right and he's a hot-headed motherfucker right that's my brother right there so he'd do some stupid shit i'd be so fucking pissed because that motherfucker's strong as hell right if we go if we get into a fist fight probably taking the hell on that so you know now i'm emasculated and, and i'm pissed like me and the homie we got like we got into some beef basically right so i'm going back home i'm pissed 
and then it's Sunday, you know, because in the Middle East we had it from Sunday to Thursday. It's not like Monday to Friday. So Sunday I'm pissed. Monday I'm uh, still kinda. Tuesday uh, barely. Wednesday it ain't even like it ain't even registering. Uh, like I'm remembering it. Like every time I remember, like I remember it, and I'm like, ah fuck, uh, that shit was stupid. And then Thursday comes around, you know, and that's what I go out. I'm like, you know what? I I ain't that mad at it, you know. It's like fuck it. It is what it is, cause it's so fucking hard to hold shit in your heart and to be hateful. I swear to God, it requires a lot of effort. It requires you to remind yourself that you hate this person to hate someone. But if you love someone, you don't even gotta think about it. You see them, you hug them immediately on the spot. You don't gotta worry about nothing, cause you love that person. That's your brother right there. That's your sister. That's your mom. That's your dad. That's your friend. Immediately, you you're not thinking about it. But something, someone you dislike, you see them immediately, you gotta flip a switch, ah, I hate this person, and then suddenly your whole mood changes, your body temperature starts rising, everything starts getting fucked up, you're getting hot, you're starting to sway low-key, you know, your words, you can't put two words together, especially, it depends on how much you hate the person, or if you hold grudges, or any of that, it requires so much fucking effort. It requires so much fucking effort, I swear to God, man, it's, it requires so much effort. That's why I believe that hate is a lot stronger than love. Because it's a stronger emotion to call on to begin with. And most of us today in this society, some people more than others, but I'd, 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 you know, I'd wager and I'd, like it's probably most of us. You know, I'd bet on it. We, we think we come from loving places. We all do. But we all got our setbacks. We all got some of us are a lot worse than others. And I'm not gonna even like I ain't even gonna stop pointing fingers because I don't want to alienate nobody. Because we all do it. But we also gotta acknowledge some of us do it a lot more than others. And it's because we're misguided. We're misguided. We're misguided. We we believe that this earth, like. The entire concept of nations and countries and borders that are just drawn on a fucking map, to me, is goofy. I can't believe in separate countries, right? Because I love, I love meeting new people from all over the world and learning about their culture. It's amazing. I love that. I, I love to celebrate our differences. I love that because it's awesome. It's, it's awesome what other people do. That I'm like, oh damn, what the fuck is that? And then when, when I tell them what I did, they're like, what the fuck is that? And then we start laughing about it and we just chop it up and have a good time. I love that shit. But to use that same exact thing to start alienating and differentiating between us and starting to claim one is better than the other, therefore one should rule over the other, or one is greater than the other is fucking retarded. And even 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 those of us that come from households that never spoke ill of other people. We see it around us. We see it around us. We see how other people uh, uh, treat uh, uh, people that look different to them, people that were that were raised different to them in a different culture, in a different society. We see how they treat them. I think I spoke about this on this exact podcast. I, I spoke about, you know, my friend, like the place I grew up in, extremely diverse, people from all over the world. That's why I love diversity. I think diversity is a great thing. I think diversity drives innovation. Diversity drives progress. When you get people from all over the world, different views on different things, you're bound to come up with something new. You don't got to tell someone to think out of a, out of their box. You got people thinking in all separate 
kind of boxes, you know, rectangular, fucking big ones, them small fucking ones, all all fucking types of boxes. You don't even gotta think. Like everybody's in their own fucking box, and you mix these shits, you get something good. You, get, you know, I, I fuck this up, but you get you you get what I'm trying to say, right? You understand me? So, I do believe, like, just look at America and look at their companies. A lot of their fucking companies, a lot of their greatest companies, like Google, the, the, the fuck, one of the co-founders was a first-generation immigrant from Russia. Now, just think about that. Without him, we might have not had Google. Now, just think about it. And look at a country like Japan. Amazing country, right? Everybody loves Japan. But innovation-wise, they ain't it. You look at their companies, they barely have any startups. Their most successful companies are companies that were around for over 100 years. The Mitsubishis, the Toyotas, that's their biggest companies. But you look at the American ones, are the comp- some of them were created just in the last 30, 40 years. And, yet, and, and now you, you want to tell me that America is not diverse? You know, because, you know, you, you got the American passport. That does not negate where you came from. America is a fucking nation of immigrants. And that's one of the most amazing things about it. Yet people don't want to celebrate that. You know, people suddenly hate that. You know, people want to alienate other people that don't look like them. And they want to quote-unquote send them back home. Although these motherfuckers been living in this country for at least two generations. Because I'm telling you, hate is stronger than love. Because we, we put the attention on that. I'm bringing up that, right? But uh, people fail to bring up the fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of people that rise up and fight that shit back. Because those people do exist and we got to put a spotlight on them too. You know, I wish we stop, you know, always put a spotlight on hate. You know, because hate thrives in the darkness. We all know that. Hate thrives in the darkness. You know, when people keep talking about the silent majority, silent majority, there's a reason they stay silent. They want to stay in the dark. Nobody wants to fucking throw out the dirty laundry. Till the day comes and they start cleaning up shit and sweeping fucking elections. You get what I'm playing at here? We gotta we gotta put a spotlight on it. But don't let it fucking cloud your judgment. Because that's what I let that past podcast that I was talking about. The one hour. I just kept looking at the news. I kept looking at things all over the world. And I was so overwhelmed. And I was so filled with anger and fucking frustration. And I knew better. Even in my state of anger. I knew better than to pin it on one group of people. I, I knew better than that. But even then I was still angry. And I was still bitter. And I didn't want to put myself out there. Even though you don't know me. Even though I don't go by my, like, you don't know my name, you don't know how I look like, but that doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter to me. Because I'd fail myself if I did that. If I uploaded that shit, I'd fail myself. We gotta all start holding ourselves accountable for the shit we do. I don't got, I don't got, if, 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 I hate this, by the way, when people do this, and check this out. If someone, like, there's a situation with a woman, she gets uh, sexually assaulted or, you know, sexually harassed. Or anything, you know, of that sort, right? And, you know, you get you get some of these people, some of these fucking creatures, I don't even call them people, that come out and start blaming the, the woman or, or even trying to divert the attention from the person who perpetrates the fucking crime, right? Unless you start personalizing it. 
What if it's what if it was your sister? What if it was your mother? And then suddenly, whoa, 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 chill, chill. Uh, then the situation becomes completely different. Why the fuck do I gotta do that? Isn't that girl someone's daughter? She isn't she someone's mother? Isn't she or someone's sibling? Like, why do I gotta uh, uh, fucking personalize shit to let shit resonate with people? Why? Like, I mean, I understand why. Like, sometimes, like, she, like, I'm, I'm trying to understand, and I get it to a certain degree. But at the same time, it shouldn't make you go 180 on your fucking mentality on something. In fact, it should even make it stronger. So if you are against it, and then you, you fucking. Someone personalizes it, uh, personalizes it to you and says, "What if that was your sister, your mother?" It should make you even feel much, much stronger and fucking super against it. Instead of being, "Oh, you know, it's fine. What about the girl?" Blah blah blah. What was she doing? And then suddenly you say, "Oh, what if it was your sister?" Blah blah. And then you completely one eighty on it. No, no, no. You shouldn't do that shit. You get what I'm trying to say? Why? why? Like, it, it it irks me. It it irks me on it. And it, uh, it it makes me disappointed. I'm not gonna lie, it makes me disappointed because I see that a lot. You know, people letting shit slide because it's not their sister, or it's not their mother, or it's not their sibling, or it's not their father that was racially profiled, or it's not their fucking cousin that was killed for being Muslim, right? It, like these type of things, like it irks me. And a lot of people like they don't experience hate. They don't experience it. To a certain degree, we've all experienced hate. You know, some of my hate your guts, some of my hate your confidence, some of my hate your smile. You know, you got that good smile. I see you looking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? You looking handsome too. And she goes both ways. Yeah, I like, I like, I like how y'all look. You know, look in the mirror. Give yourself some compliments. You know. Like, I see that. Like, people, and you know that hate you can't control it, right? When someone hates you for things like that. Because that's them. But then someone hates me for, 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 for being a certain color. Or from, for, from being from a certain country. Or for, or for holding a certain belief. Ain't that the wildest shit? Someone hating you for a fucking thing you didn't choose completely. That shit is insane to me. And I never understood it. I never understood it. Even in the news. When I was reading shit that. Like a, a specific group was doing against Muslims, and then in my mind, you know, because we're humans, right? I'm not perfect, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I've never hated someone, my heart is clean, and blah blah blah. When when I was young, my body immediately I felt some type of way when it came to like racist shit without even being like thought about racism, like my body kind of rejected it from the beginning. Because I experienced it without knowing what it was. And I didn't experience it in the way that it was vague or nothing. You know, my best friend, the guy I just brought up, he just told us straight to our face, I ain't going to hang out with y'all. My father told me to not hang out with black people. You know, to go to go hang out with people of my kind, you know, because he was shammy. It was from the 11th or whatever y'all call it, you know, in English. Uh, it's Jordanian or Palestinian, one of them, right? And his father was like, go hang out with, you know, people, of your own people type of thing. That's what, exactly, word for word. You know, these people, you know, basically calling us goons or some shit. And we were fucking in the third or fourth grade fucking kids. And trust me, the group that he was telling his son to hang out with were a lot more, like, troublemaker-ish, if that's a word, than us. 
But I, but then again, I didn't blame the son for it, our friend, because he was a child. When your father tells you something, you do it. Especially when you're young, because you, you can't form your own opinions. Of course, if, if you're much older and you still went with it, have some backbone and tell your father that that's some fuck shit. But if you're a fucking... Because he was a grade above us. He was, so in this case, in this case, either fourth or fifth grade. It's completely understandable, you know? I never held it against him. I still, still fuck his father, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person... You, know, you always see these minorities on uh, TV uh, where there's a racial crime against them or some shit like that and they always they always feel compelled to forgive the person who did that to them why why i never see that with like 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 i never like i i've seen it but it's super rare like when a white person like forgives the killer of their son or the killer of their daughter or wife or or husband or none of that i i've seen it done but it's a lot rarer than black people doing it because black people do it a lot and i'm like what like why you think that they, like uh, and i just spoke about hate being stronger than love but trust me if someone kills your child if someone kills your mother your brother your father you got all the right in the world to hate them i'm talking about unjustifiable hate hate that cannot be reasoned with rationalized understood that's the hate i'm talking about you know the hate when you when you spread when you're fear mongering that a woman with a hijab is gonna blow herself up, and she's probably born and raised next to you and grew up with you, and now you're starting to look at her sideways. Yet you know her character, but because the news told you one thing, you're suddenly gonna start doubting the person you grew up side by side with. That's the type of hate that can like it's irrational and it's gotta be pushed out of people, educated out of them. But if someone fucking murders your child, you don't gotta forgive them. Man, fuck is that shit? I never, like, if you wanna be, I wouldn't even call it being the better person. It's just what people try to convince you. Oh, you're being the better woman. You're being the better man. You're being the better person. Forgive them. You know, let God judge them. Oh, no, for sure, let God judge them. But I'm gonna judge them too. And I'm gonna make sure they know how I feel on this earth. Yeah, fuck all that shit. Because it kills me. It kills me. It's them. Like, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make it the focal point of this because I said I don't want to. I don't want to put the focus on hate. I. I said it. I said it. I'm not gonna do that. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. But it just. You don't gotta do it. You don't gotta quote unquote be the bigger the bigger person because it's not being the bigger person. Because that person that that fucking murdered your child, murdered your family member, your friend. Trust me. Don't. They don't give a fuck whether you forgive them or not. They don't care. They don't care. They've done it because they know where they stand. And they're so committed to it that they're willing to fucking throw their lives away to do it. You think a forgiveness from you means something to them? Absolutely not. Anyways, it's... It's, you know, the... the, the, the it's so, it's so like, ingrained in society to hate shit we don't understand instead of embracing it and educating ourselves on it. It's so fucking easy. It's so fucking easy. And I remember, you know, you know, I thank God every day for, you know, growing up in the Middle East because I I feel that you could be a different religion and still be comfortable with it in most of the Middle East. So like in in uh let's say in the UAE I've had tons of Christian teachers, you know, they wore whatever they wanted. That's cool. That's love, right? And there are a lot more, you know, 
open in Kuwait, Bahrain, Oman, um, Blad Sham, so Jordan, uh, Lebanon, especially. You know, these countries are super open. Majority of the Middle East is open. It's just that it's not being shown to the people in Europe, to the people in America, because the things I read, they perplex me and they make me go like, fuck me. It's like us believing like these people are just all hillbillies or something like that. Yeah, or like they're all racist or something like that. It's the exact same thing. But us, at least, we grow out of it by the time we're 15 years old because we get YouTube and we're like, oh, shit, these people are cool, man. Ain't nothing wrong with these people. They're they're nice. I like the YouTubers. I like the comment section, which consists of mostly Americans, right? Or, or, or Europeans or English speakers, right? So it's like, yeah, these people are cool. But them the mentality continues till adulthood and some of the shit they say is like who the fuck told her that who the fuck told him that and it's so like let's start educating is what i'm trying to get at let's start educating ourselves and educating the people around us before they start spouting hate and misinformation about things they do they do not know or they do not understand because a lot of the times hate is just the easiest hate stems from miscommunication or the lack thereof like if you do not speak against this person that you hold a certain view on, how will you ever change that perception? How? You you never, you never, it's never going to happen. So we got to start talking to each other more. Listen, and one of the things, like I said, I, I love about America is the diversity. But now people are starting to hate that shit. For what? For what? That's what made the country great. You, and, and it's always when Americans say that they the greatest country in the world, right? That people always got to correct them and say, oh, it's the Scandinavian countries, you know, the Norways, the Swedens, the the uh, Denmarks. But are they? Are they the greatest countries in the world? You see the laws that they're passing against, uh, against uh, hijabi women? I never understood this, and I hope someone explains it to me. And I was a lot more frustrated when I was talking about this in my... Because uh, I, I did bring the Denmark thing, which I'm about to speak on. But I was a lot more frustrated back then. But I've had time to like ponder and think about it. A lot of the people say that the hijab is forced on the Muslim woman. Right? And even the ones that tell you to your face, I chose this to be closer to my God, to my religion. It is a sign of modesty. I believe in concealing my beauty instead of showing it outwardly to the world and just keeping it to myself, to my husband, and to my close family. They say that to you. Okay. You ignore it because you're like, no, she is brainwashed. Clearly, she lives in these medieval countries. They live in huts and sand dunes. They're absolutely insane, right? You don't take they you can't see behind the camera they're holding a gun to her head. Although if you have come to places like the United Arab Emirates, if you have come to places like Oman, if you have even went through the Arabia, and I'm not talking about Mecca, I'm not talking about the holy city, if you went to the capital Riyadh, you're gonna see Muslim women that do not wear the hijab. Because it's not forced on you. Like the government won't come and jail you if you're not wearing the hijab. That does not exist. But I've heard countless people say it does. But even then, let's say you're right and it's being forced onto them. The ones that willingly move to uh, Europe, to any country in Europe, 
are the ones that moved to America. But for now, let's just keep it in Europe, right? They still keep it on. But now they live in Europe, right? And so-called, they're free now. They're in the free, they're in the free world. They can do whatever they want. But they decide to keep it on. But you were claiming for them that they were oppressed. And that they, it was being forced onto them. So now that narrative doesn't work. You decide to be the actual oppressors. But in the opposite way, by forcing it off of their heads. That's what perplexed Like It drove me insane. I was so confused. There are anti-hijab laws, anti-burqa laws being passed in Denmark. Claiming God knows what. But the people are behind it. Or at least the government is behind it, I should say. I can't speak for the people of Denmark. But I hope they're not. Because the government, we got to make this distinction clear. The government is not the people. And the people are not the government. We may elect the government, but they end up not representing us at all. They pander to us. They tell us we're going to do one, two, three, four, five. And then they end up doing zilch. Nothing. Zero. Sifr. They do nothing. Right? Wahba. Nothing. They don't, they don't do anything for us. And I'm not talking about my government <laughs> or, or, or your government. I'm talking about every government in this world. None of them end up doing what they promise. And most of the times, they run as something that they do not end up becoming when they gain power. So, when I see someone who's kind of on the extreme with their mentality, with their actions, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is not what the people signed for. Unless it was Trump in America, because that guy was as straight as he could be and people still elected him. And, and that was disappointing, you know, that was disappointing. That was disappointing because, like, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought there was more progress in a place like America when it came to that. But the people saw that, hey, you know, to give, to give the, peop the people credit, they saw that, hey, that's, uh, that wasn't the right way to go. And he didn't get reelected. So that's it. I mean, the guy that replaced him, Joe, Joe Biden... Is he gonna be better? Hey, people say so, but I don't think so. I don't like he might he might not be outwardly racist or start talking crazy, but let's not forget he was the guy that was for segregation in his younger days. He was the guy that was anti anti gay marriage till two thousand and twelve. You know these people. It's not like they work on morals. They work on what the people's morals are. They try to appease the people. So I'm conflicted and like on one end I'm like the government is not the people but in the same end I see that the government to stay in power they have to please the people. So I like I'm in a tough place but again I don't want to give the fucking credit to fucking hate and go with the oh yeah the people want these fucking scumbags. I'm going to assume the best in people cuz there is good people in this world there's a lot of good people in this world like guarantee you fucking 99% of this world is good 99% of this world is good for sure now in those good people like and when I say good I mean as in 99% of it, like would not want any harm to you right and that's it I'm not, I'm not talking about anything else or whether they would cuss you out 
you know, if you step on their toe or none of that. It's just if, if there was a baseline for being good or what being good is, because being good surprisingly is quite subjective, right? So I can't say that this is where I'm going to draw the line and someone else might draw it way down or someone else might draw it way up. But let's just say that there was a universal good. I'm pretty sure majority of humanity, 99.9% of them will pass it. And when I say 99.9, trust me, there's still hundreds of thousands of people that will not cross that line. And it's those few people that ruin the world for us. And I can't let them dictate how I feel about people that I've never met. I've never been to America. I, I've seen how they treat people that look like me, at least how some of them do, you know. But do I let the minority speak for the majority? Not when it comes to this, no. I believe most people are good. And we gotta start advertising that. We, we gotta start putting that to the forefront. We gotta start talking about that. We gotta start saying, this is what we are. And this is what we're capable of. That's what we got to start doing instead of, we're not capable of doing this because of this. You know, it's like my father said, stop this blaming culture. You know, every time I didn't do something, ah, it's because my, my brother did this, it's because my sister did that. No, no, take responsibility. That's on you. That's on you. No, Because trust me, let's say one day, okay, we could, like, no more refugees in Europe, right? Although you're the ones that finance the destruction of their countries, and now you don't want to take in their orphans and their widows, right? It, 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 that also annoys me, but I, but I won't get into it too much, right? Because I told you, I'm not, I'm not going to let this be about hate and anger, right? It's just going to be about stating points and letting you draw the conclusions. So, you get rid of all the refugees, all the Muslims that you don't like, right? Get rid of all of them. Of course, we're going to keep the Saudi princes that come and, and spend millions in our nightclubs, right? It's the so-called Muslims, the Muslim ones, right? That, that are going to go to your clubs. We're going we're gonna to keep these Muslims in. They they, they cool. They, they bring a lot of money. But them refugees, mm -mm, get the fuck out type of thing, right? And then the people are going to be like, okay, we kick them all out. Because trust me, everything is going to stay the same way it is. And people are still going to struggle because you're aiming your sights at the wrong target. You think the cause of you not having jobs or the country being, you know, going to shit is because of this group of people. But you haven't noticed the trend that it's been going to shit before they even fucking decided to come to your place or even had to come to your place. Right? And you're going to tell eventually because a lot of people, a lot of people are misinformed. A lot of people are misinformed, and I was quite shocked when I found that out. Now, a lot of people are extremely misinformed when it comes to their biases and hate towards certain groups of people. They, they're completely misinformed. They say something, and they, they don't know, like, they just parrot what's told to them. They just parrot the headline. They don't go into the nuances. They don't go into details. They just parrot the headlines, and they think, because this person said it and he was wearing a suit and tie and he was on TV. That must mean he's right and all my problems stem from that person or that group. Or this ethnicity or that religion or this and that. If you can't recognize by you something happening to you. If someone else has to tell you your problems, then I don't think they're problems to you. And you know, with all due respect. 
And you're going to notice at the end of the day when the people that you scapegoat are no longer there to be scapegoated, you're going to notice by then that, hey, I guess it's not them. At the end of the day, it was not them. It was not them all along. And then what? You're going to turn on another group, on another group, and just keep cannibalizing your people till there's no one left? It, it, hate has no end goal. Hate has no destination. It's just a continuous and endless path of filth and shit. To me. Because you gain nothing from hating someone. You don't get any satisfaction. Nothing. Nothing at all. Genuinely. Nothing. The way that love fulfills you is a lot greater than the way hate pushes you. And and, and I personally believe that. I personally 100% believe that. That's why I have nothing against no one. I have nothing against no one because I couldn't. Uh, we there are seven seven billion humans on this earth currently. What are the chances that I'll even meet one percent of that? I probably say zero. I, that mean it's impossible and nothing, or at least something like this shouldn't be impossible. It's not like I'm trying to jump off a building and expect to fucking fly like a bird or some shit like that. No, I'm not saying that, but. 1% of 7.8 billion. I ain't no mathematician or something like that, but it's got to be it's got to be up there, right? It's, it's, you know, it's this dumb number. And that's why we generalize people because we know we won't be able to meet anybody. So the ones that catch our eyes are the ones that we're going to use to be representatives of the collective as a whole. Right? So when I see all this fucking hate against white people, Let's see. It's because they keep putting the school shooters, the pedophiles, the rapists, the racists, the white supremacists, all the fucking ists and isms and bisms and lisms and all the shits. That that's what they put to the forefront, and that's and that's how they represent white people. And that's not true. When it comes to Muslims, they put these fucking ISIS extremist crazy motherfuckers that kill more Muslims than any fucking other group of people and they claim that these are Muslims and they claim that no, you know the 1.8 billion Muslims you know like quarter of the fucking world you know they practice Islam you know they're practicing the the wrong type of Islam these, these are the ones that are actually practicing Islam the less than a fraction less than a percent and less than a percent of a percent those are the ones that are practicing the right type of Islam that's what they say right and people swallow that shit up so then these are the people that are representing Muslims. And then the, uh, the, you see Indians, right? Anytime you see an Indian, first thing that comes to people's mind, oh, tech scammer or some shit like that. Because that's what we decided to put up. Or like a, a, a IT worker or some shit like that. That's what we decided to put up, right? Those are the stereotypes. These are the things we started to put up for people and using them to generalize because we'll never be able to be a majority of white people. We'll never be able to meet a majority of Muslims. We'll never be able to meet a majority of Indians. I could guarantee you that. She. 1.1 billion. God damn. She. <laughs> so. We generalize. And I understand we have to generalize. But. When you're generalizing something like that. You're being facetious. Should I, is that how you say it? Facetious. Guys, this this has got to be the first time in the history of my podcast. We're going to Google that word. Because if you don't mean what it means, I'm going to be... 
okay, I think it fits. You know, treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor or flippant. I think this... Uh, facetious, yeah. I think it fits perfectly to what I'm trying to say. We're being facetious, we're being completely ignorant when we do that shit. Because trust me, you go to America and you're a woman wearing hijab, good fucking luck. I'd rather fucking go walk around landmines than be a hijabi woman in America or in God forbid Europe. Because you're going to get dogged. If the people aren't born racist, they're not born xenophobic, they're not born anti-Semitic, they're not born uh, Islamophobic. When they're fed news and they're raised on a certain diet of hate and disdain and scapegoating and fear-mongering, no wonder some will turn out the way they did. Absolutely no wonder. You get what I'm trying to tell you? But I know most people are not like that. And I hope most people are not like that. I don't know, but I hope. I hope most people are not like that. And in my heart, I do believe that they're not. So that's why I can't I can't say I hate someone. I can't say. And generally, I like to take the approach of, you know, we like to uh, auction off, off our, uh, our uh, love or our acceptance of someone as if it's Bitcoin, as, uh, as if it's worth a lot. And some it does, right? But I think I should love you unconditionally. Now, of course, it's like I meet you, I love you, I kiss you on the head. No, I'm going to be thrown in jail, right? Except be with the homie, you know. You can be homosexual around here. Them the homies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, when I generally first meet a stranger, I don't start out indifferent. I start out with a positive outlook on them. Because our mind is always generally geared towards judging off of appearance, judging off of first impressions, judging off of like, without not even first impression, just, just without even them saying a word, we, we're already starting to form negative opinions. Because that's just how it feels like we're programmed sometimes. And I actively try in my mind to be like, I that's some fuck shit. I like you. Let's talk. Okay, this person said some some fucking wild shit. Kind of don't like you anymore. But I don't I don't like to start in the middle because the middle is closer to the fucking hate bar. You know what I'm saying? If it was a line, it's 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 zeros a lot closer to the fucking negatives than a two is or a three or a four. You know I I don't gotta start off with and let's say this scale goes from negative hundred to a hundred, right? It doesn't have to be my love or my appreciation or my respect for someone doesn't have to start at 50 or 70 or 90 because I don't know you. But I'm definitely going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to fucking start, you know, being bitchy to you without you saying anything to me. Like I've seen plenty of times people, my neighbor, my neighbor, my, my neighbor in this country that I'm living in, it's an Asian country, right? So don't don't be forming no opinions that ain't true. Asian country, right? And this is me who grew up with Filipinos, right? Who grew up with Indians, like, and it's all love, all love and respect. And I, and, and and then I come to this place, and and they looking at us like shit. She didn't even want to step into the ele- elevator with me two days ago. And, and 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 I held it open for like five seconds. I was like, this motherfucker was behind me. We were walking to the ele- elevators together. Why the fuck she ain't here? 
I was like, okay. And then she came, by the way. She came. She actually came and she walked straight past the elevator. When the elevator dinged and I opened and it opened and I entered it and she was waiting for another elevator that wasn't closed because I checked. You know, I waited and she didn't come. In my mind, I was like, I, I know what's going on. I just closed it. I kept it moving. Because what, what, what can you do? But am I going to let her decide the way I view Asian people? Fuck no. For every one of her, there's a fucking million that are lovely and amazing. And that will fucking give me the shirts of their back if I ever need it. So let's not judge people off of their worst representatives. Because at the end of the day, they don't represent anybody but themselves. Let's stop generalizing people. Let's stop saying this person is this because of their skin color or because of their fucking religion, race, whatever. This is just a pigmentation, brother. This is just melanin right here. That's it. My my brain, you know, pigmentation and, and, and you know, and cognitive ability ain't connected. You know, I, I, I know this comes as a surprise to a lot of people, but they ain't. So, you know, this whole thing you're dumber, smarter, blah, this, this. It's because you ain't got nothing else going for you. If if your only claim to fame is a fluke, a fluke of you being born a certain race, if that's your only success in life is an absolute coincidence and just chance, then that just speaks for itself about how fucking miserable it sounds. And, and that's not something I would personally celebrate. But like turn this off. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give praise to those who des- deserve to be praised. The first American I've ever met actually was a, uh, you know, and I and I gotta say because I, I most of my listeners are from Amer- America, and I and I listen and I love y'all guys. I, I I love the culture there, and I love the different types of culture, and they all contribute to the one culture, which is the American culture. Because at the end of the day, even if they're different, they're still American at the end of the day. And I love that so much. I'm a big champion of diversity. And I love what's going on there. You know, big respects to anybody who's listening from America. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Especially Dallas. That's where I get my most listeners. And funny enough, I did tell my parents. I was like, if I'd ever moved to anywhere in the U.S., I'd move to Texas. And they're like, because all we hear from Texas is all that crazy like shit, right? Texas, super red state, super racist, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, y'all been to Houston? Or some of that, you know, like, I was like, there's a lot of things going on in Texas. It ain't w- what it sounds like. And I love it. And it and it's basically like the UAE where I grew up, right? It's basically just like that. It's shitty-ass hot weather all year round. Unless it's recently where it's, fu- it's fucking suddenly started snowing and shit. But, you know, I love y'all, you know. And I don't want, I don't want this to come off as me singling you out or anything like that because i ain't I'm just speaking off of off the top of my head of what i've been looking at and, I, and i'm saying the news generally just makes you super negative and super fucking angry at the world when you shouldn't be and the world doesn't deserve it and doesn't need it so let me so l- let me talk about this right let, let me talk about this i what was i 15 14 he was a, he was a, he was he was a man from Texas actually. Funny enough, he was a man from Texas. Greatest teacher I've ever had, you know. And I've had some great teachers. I've had some 
some not so good ones, but I've also had a lot of great teachers, and he's definitely one of them. He's definitely one of them, and he was a super nice man, super supportive, super fucking generous with his time. Even when I had some hard times, he 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 emailed me, and I left the school at this time. He emailed me, he checked up on me. When I was looking for universities, he wrote me the most, you know, beautiful recommendation letter. He's a wonderful soul, man. That's and 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 that's my first time that I ever met a white American, by the way. You know, and I and I generally didn't have any like negative perceptions of white Americans, right? Because I knew, and I generally do feel like the people that grow up like in the UAE. In Bahrain, most of these Middle Eastern countries, most of them, like I'd say 95% of them, they know that even though most of them went through, like if you ask Iraqis, right, I'm pretty sure some of them might not have the best outlooks. And at the end of the day, an American soldier is a foot soldier. You know, not, no disrespect, by the way, when I say this, but. They're ble- they believe that they're serving their country and they're protecting their country. And that's it. And as hard as it is, I try to separate the action from the person. Because the person might have not known what the action was for. I might have been tricked otherwise. Because I do believe that. I-, I do believe that most Americans don't mean harm. And, and when they list themselves, they do it out of a sense of when they list themselves they do it out of a sense of selflessness and patriotism and I respect it I respect it I understand it you know I, I don't like when murdering innocent people is glorified you know Ben Shapiro did that in the early 2000s when it came to this issue he blatantly said it he was like you know the civilians as long as they're not American could give less of a fuck that attitude, by the way, is not really uncommon, especially when it comes to the more stronger nations, because they have less to lose, right? So, anyways, I don't want to go into another tangent, but this man—he's the first—he's the first, you know, white American I've ever met face to face, and I like to go off of like the people I meet. He's an amazing person. He set the bar high, and you know, everybody else I meet. They gotta be at least halfway as good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I met I met a, co- a couple of uh, black Americans. They they were dope, man. They were dope. They were funny. Uh, one of them, you know, I I met him after I left the school because I used to come back every six months on visits, right? I used to come back and you know see my old school, see my friends, have a good time, and you know he's super super like forward and. Cause I'm I'm a super introvert, right? And he straight up just walked up. What up, man? My name is this. It's nice to meet you. I was like, hey, what's up, man? I mean, like I'm an introvert, right? But when I'm put in a situation, I gotta shine. I'm on a Kobe in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take all the motherfucking shots. Whether they go in, whether they go out, I don't give a damn. I'm I'm shooting that shit. You know, and I like I got cause I I hate being the person that. That is spoken to and it's like I don't I, I don't like it I don't like it because me as an introvert that some sometimes try to climb out of that fucking hellhole and speak with other people that were also kind of introverted and they did that shit to me it felt like 
it, it felt like they were killing me too you know what i'm saying so so you know i appreciated him coming and i and i spoke with him and he ended up being a cool dude man he's a cool dude so right now i i met the two biggest groups you know i know i only got i only need to meet a a, a latino i prefer it to be a latina i ain't even going <laughs> i ain't even going to lie <laughs> Uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of, man, stop it. It's 2 a.m., man. I can't get this wild this late at night. But it's early in the morning. Depends on how you perceive it. I don't fucking know. My whole schedule is fucked up. But, you know, I've met Russians. Actually, one Russian. I think he was on the spectrum. Super nice guy. We had deep conversations, deep, meaningful conversations. And... Mostly it was a unique meeting him. I'm glad, you know, I, I was passed around schools like I'm some fucking blunt, you know what I'm saying? But, because that allowed me to meet a lot of people. Like, when I was in the Asian school, there was majority Indians. You know, they were telling me about the gods and all that stuff. And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. That nigga got an elephant head on. That shit's wild, bro. Tell me more, you know what I'm saying? I was super intrigued. Because that's just how the society was, you know? Like, it's a, it's a Muslim nation, but we listen to other people, you know, and we'll take their things and we'll, we'll look at it and be like, bro, you can't, man, I'm, I'm going to keep my stuff. You do you, I'll do me type of thing. But we still listen. So, you know, only person I still need me right till this day is probably a, a Jewish person. And be cool. Um, and then I'd probably finish. I've met Chinese people. I've met people from all continents. I've met, I, I had an Australian teacher amazing teacher she she really used to let yell like she used to fucking yell and but she she's a she's a dope person uh so i'm you know this is just I, like out of you know i'm still probably deeming a jewish person that's about it and then i could say yeah i met everybody and everybody's pretty cool so you know you're all cool in my books you know even now i said even before i meet someone i still hold a favorable position of them no matter what you just gotta show me otherwise so I don't I don't want to keep this conversation going a lot longer than this because we already went over our limit by five minutes. But I had to end this on a good note. It's it's so it's so dope, man. When I went to my injured friend's house, who's currently studying in Canada, actually, it was one of my best friends, and he gave me a, a chicken biryani. My God, my god man the shit like like listen uh, you know the country i come from like we got spices i like, we ain't no india but we got spices like, we got spices on spices on spices but he, like that shit it was like satan fucking sharted on that goddamn food he was so goddamn hot and then he looked at me straight in the eye and he was like i actively tried to fucking get the rice off of the coolest area the area with the least spice and this is how you're reacting bro i was ready to chew on sand i was this close because i asked him for water he ain't got some and then he got like a cup of water and me and my brother and my best friend you know the guy from the story when we encountered the racism thing you know we were still stuck together right and we were passing this one cup of cold water between us like it was fucking gold man and that that's like like, like, we were so fucking, 
it was hilarious, honestly. When I when I just reminisce on that time, I'm just laughing my ass off. And he, and you know, he had the fucking fucking balls to tell me, "Hey, this is the cold part. Why are you acting like this? Why are you acting like a bitch?" Fuck you, man. I ain't. I'm not fucking eating hellfire. What the fuck is this? That shit is insane. How the fuck do you shit? Like, like there's no fucking the sensors. The fucking is done. Like, I could probably fucking shove a cactus up in there. You ain't gonna feel nothing. If this way you gotta shit out, that shit was insane, man. Oh, I can't believe it till this day. That's 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 why he eats. So like, it's tasty food. It was fucking tasty, and that's the fucking thing. We went for a second bite. That shows you how fucking tasty that shit was. <laughs> you know that shit kills you, but you you, you want to go for a second bite. But yeah, that that was what's up. That's also another thing. It's sus when when people don't want to eat with you. Cause that friend of ours, you know, that ended up having the um, the not so nice father. My mom, you know, cause we used to visit each other's houses. I've never been to his house, but uh, he he, you know, they used him and my best friend. You know, they used to pick us up, me and my brother, walking. It's not like they had cars or anything. We'd walk everywhere, but they'd come and say, "Hey, can your your children come play with us?" Blah blah blah. You know, them type of things. And then you know, my friend, he came into the house, my best friend, and then. You know, the other guy who had the racist father, my other friend, he decided to stay out. He was acting so weird about it. And I still remember this day. Like, my mom was like, what's up with you, man? It's, it's getting it's getting kind of hot out there, man. You're sweating. Like, Come in, man. It's cool in here. You want, you need a cup of water? You need anything? He's like, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. And he was, he was, he, he was, he was afraid. He was, he was like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you're hanging out with us, right? You afraid to enter my house? I ain't gonna eat you. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was being fed, but like I, I still remember on his face. He was worried. He was apprehensive. He didn't wanna, he didn't wanna step foot into the house. But you know, we still gave him a cup of water, put a seat outside, and we made a super show. We were planning to sit around for at least an hour, but we made it like five, ten minutes, and we just went on our way and went outside. But yeah, yeah trust me, like all this racism and sexism all these isms all these negative outlooks we have on people it's it's nurture it's not nature our nature is not to be racist our nature is not to hate each other right that's not us and the only reason i know that is because of the way i reacted the day he told us that his father said he doesn't want people of our kind to walk with his son you know when he told us his father told him that that was the only, that was the time, because uh, my body, the way, I still remember it to this day, the way my body reacted, it's like my face was calm, but if you look at my fucking twin brother, like, he was fucking, he was, he was confused, uh, understandably, like, I still remember, he was like, what, why were you friends, we did nothing wrong, blah, blah, blah. it's kind of sad when you think about it, but it's funny, because I know him, you know, I was in the situation, then my other friend is also questioning it, and all that shit, I was just stood there silent, just, trying to compute what the fuck am I feeling because I knew I was feeling something that's off it's like some off-brand milk type thing and I was I knew expire too right I knew yeah this shit ain't right that's how I know it's not in our nature to be hateful against each other so you know come together people invite invite people that you want to learn more about invite them to your house first of all get to know them don't invite them off of the street you know i, I ain't telling you i ain't telling you to go get yourself killed don't don't be don't be a goofy i don't don't be a goofy man don't do that shit to yourself 
get to know more people meet them in real life sit with them have have truthful conversations you know keep it real keep it respectful keep it cordial you know be happy and trust me nine times out of ten and i do believe nine times out of ten you're gonna end up bonding and you're gonna end up making a friendship that'll last a lifetime and you you don't gotta preach to him your ways they don't gotta preach to you your ways just it's just a conversation that's what i'm telling y'all to do go have a conversation let them tell you something you tell them something ask each other something and go have some some fun together you know that's how we're gonna make the world a better place one one person at a time i love y'all guys i'm gonna talk to y'all next week peace